0: The legacy news outlets from CNN to Fox and all the squishy Republicans from Mitt Romney to Jeb have named Joe Biden the president elect. That is the bad news. The good news is that none of those people and none of those organizations gets to decide presidential elections. Despite what the media want you to believe, the election is far from over. Joe Biden is not the president elect. We will get into why and how we got here. I'm Michael Knowles, this is The Michael Knowles Show. Welcome back to the show. My favorite comment from last week comes from T Welsh, who said, if we were Democrats, half the country would be burned down by today. That is true. You know, I'm living in Los Angeles still for another couple of days. And all the shops and all the nice areas are boarded up. They're boarded up. And yet there have been no riots. Why were there no riots? Because the media have preemptively declared Joe Biden the winner. If they had named Trump the winner, I think those boards would be doing a lot of work right now. And I think there'd be shattered glass all around the streets but conservatives are not the ones riding. Conservatives are remaining cool as a cucumber. We're remaining cool as a cucumber because the process isn't over. No matter what CNN says and no matter what Fox News says for that matter, it is not over yet. We will have to wait and see and we'll have to figure out where we go from here. These are important things to talk about. And when you talk, by the way, you should try to save a lot of money. What if there were a company that gives you an amazing deal on talking on your cell phone every single day? That would be Pure Talk USA, a veteran run wireless company. Think of, I don't know, think of ATT or, or Verizon or T-Mobile, but much, much better. If you're using Verizon, ATT or T-Mobile, you are paying too much and you could be getting the exact same coverage for a lot less money. I know you think that what I'm saying is you could get similar coverage for a lot less money. I'm not saying that. You could get the exact same coverage, same towers, same network. For example, if you wanna get unlimited talk, text, and two gigs of data, you can get that for just 20 bucks a month. Not 20 bucks a month plus 80 bucks of fees. Not not 20 bucks plus $100 in charges. No, 20 bucks a month. If you go over on your data usage, guess what? They don't charge you for it. How wild is that? Switching to Pure Talk is the easiest decision you will make today. You can keep your phone and your number or, you know, if you want to upgrade a little bit, you get great deals on the latest iPhones and Android. Head on over, grab your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say Michael Knowles. When you do, you will save 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250, say keyword Michael Knowles. Pure Talk is simply smarter, wireless. You know, I hate to say, I told you so you know how much I hate to say that. I actually do hate to say that in this case, because I predicted this election outcome over a month ago. I actually had forgotten that I described it this way, but I had been doing an interview with Matt Fratt, I believe it was on October 8th, and I try never to make predictions. I don't think it is the role of political commentators to make predictions. I think the, their role is to talk about what's happening now and what it means. But he asked me at the end of the, this long interview, he said, do you have any predictions? And I said, yeah, here's what I think. I think 60% chance if it's a fair vote that Trump wins. Uh, so I put a little bit of money on him, but uh, it's not gonna be a fair vote because there are gonna be lots of shenanigans going on particularly in those swing states that are going to describe the election, the universal mail-in ballots mean that we're already in a constitutional crisis because those are super rife for fraud. Uh, You know, Bush v. Gore was just one state. This time we're probably going to have Bush v. Gore in three states, if not five states. Then the election will be decided by the courts and we're not going to find out anywhere close to election day. That was the prediction and uh, I only even remembered it because someone, after the election, found that interview and started tweeting it around and saying, "Oh my gosh, look at this!" So then we cut it out. You can go; it's broken out. You can see it on our YouTube channel. I, I don't say any of this because I think I'm Nostradamus or because I had a crystal ball. I'm saying this because if you were paying attention. To the legal machinations that were going on before the election, the way that the courts were ruling on how mail in votes would be counted, on deadlines, if you know the history of the political machine in Philadelphia in particular, if you pay it in Detroit as well, if you knew those things and you knew. You you didn't believe the media narrative on mail-in ballots, which is, they were saying that mail-in ballots were perfectly normal, perfectly fine, happened all the time, no evidence of fraud. If you realized that the universal unsolicited mail-ins were completely unprecedented, you knew a month ago or even two months ago, we were already in a constitutional crisis. And that is where we are right now because there is evidence of illegal activity at these polling places. Because of this, this will be litigated. Joe Biden, despite what you're reading in the press right now, is not the president-elect. I'm not saying that because I'm saying there's no way Joe Biden could ultimately ascend to the presidency or be named president. There is a distinct chance that he could do that. I'm saying that because just as a purely technical matter, the states have not certified him the winner right now. There are multiple key states that are being hotly contested. There will be recounts almost certainly in these states. This will be battled out in court. There is evidence that the law was broken. So I'm not saying this is wishful thinking or anything like that. Just as a purely technical matter, Joe Biden is not the president elect. The presidential election has not been decided. The Associated Press and the Washington Post and CNN and all these guys want to call it. That's what they did on Saturday. I woke up uh, in here in LA and first thing I see in the morning is that CNN was the first to call it, followed by NBC, ABC, the Associated Press a couple minutes later, Fox News as well. That's a, that's unfortunate. A number of outlets called it. No reason to call it yet. The election is decided first by the states, which will certify winners. And then the Electoral College will vote on December 14th. And before then, we're going to have litigation and recounts, hopefully, and who knows, maybe it'll go even past that deadline. In Philadelphia, and I'll just use this one example, when people tell you there's no evidence of fraud, here's the evidence. In in all elections, there are, there are poll watchers. This is why it's better to have just one election day and a minimal use of mail-in ballots because It's much easier to cheat on mail-ins, and it's easier to cheat when the time frame is longer. Campaigns send what are called poll watchers to polling places, and as the votes are being counted, you got the Democrat poll watcher and the Republican poll watcher checking to make sure that no one's pulling any tricks. The people who poll tricks tend to be Democrats, uh, almost exclusively, because the tricks are pulled in these cities that are run by Democrats, which are run by the machine. So you got the poll watchers looking. In Philadelphia, Republicans were not allowed to send their poll watchers to look at the count. Now, this was highly illegal. The Republicans went to the courts, got a court order. The judge was saying that the, pe- the poll workers were violating the law by not allowing the Republican poll watchers. So the Republican poll watchers go back with their court order. Guess what? They still don't get in. Why not? What was going on in Philadelphia? Very difficult for me to believe that there was not other illegal activity going on beyond the poll watchers not being permitted in. That's just one city in one crucial state. There is a lot of other evidence of shenanigans. There have been reports of dead people voting. This, Republicans do this all the time. We've got confirmed reports of something like 15 dead people voting. It could be significantly more. Now, obviously, 15 votes is not going to sway an election. But we've also got reports of glitches, quote unquote, in the the voting software that switched say three or 4,000 votes from Trump to Biden. And then that was caught in Michigan. How much was not caught? This kind of poll software was used uh, in multiple counties, something like 47 counties. Was it the software's fault? Was it human error? If it was error, why do all of the errors always seem to work in Joe Biden's favor against Donald Trump? Isn't that a bit of a coincidence? There are some excellent uh, analyses going on right now. You can catch some of it on Twitter before it gets booted off or in other platforms on the internet where people are doing statistical analyses of these 100,000 vote dumps somehow all for Joe Biden. The anomaly of so many ballots with only Joe Biden selected, no down ticket races. Now, uh, is is there proof that this is going on? I guess we're going to have to find out. Little, little pieces here and there, but is there proof that it's systemic? We're going to have to find out. Is there proof that it's enough to swing a presidential election? We don't know. That's why we're going to have to find out. That's why this has to go to court, why this legal process has to take over. As of right now, though, here's the one thing I know. It would be absolutely insane for President Trump to concede before the legal process plays out. It would be insane. There's a lot of pressure right now from all those Democrats who are urging unity and healing. You know, the people who two, two weeks ago were burning the country down, threatening us physically, threatening to destroy our political system if, if we didn't give them the election. Well, right now those people are pressuring Trump to concede. It would be an absolute uh, abnegation of duty if he conceded right now. There is no reason to do it. The, the process will have to play out in the courts. Joe Biden, by the way, was going to do this same thing. If somehow the machines worked differently and Joe Biden were the one who were down a little bit right now, you know that he would be pushing this in courts. He hired 600 lawyers to litigate this a few months ago. Hillary Clinton said that Joe Biden should concede under no circumstances, including a clear Trump victory. So no, I don't think Donald Trump should concede. Do, do you remember the 2000 presidential election? Do you remember Bush v. Gore? Al Gore, who had no case, by the way, his case was so weak. It was only in one state and there was no evidence of fraud. Al Gore dragged that process out for 38 days. What are we in right now? Day five or something like that? Day six? No way should President Trump let this go in fewer than 38 days. The liberals right now and the Concern troll faux conservatives are in this push for Trump to concede in, in the name of healing and patriotism and dignity. Give me a break. There's nothing dignified in rolling over when we have evidence of at least certain illegal actions that harmed the integrity of our election, at least in Philadelphia, a crucial state. No way. But of course the squishes want to come out and concede the election on Trump's behalf. So Jeb, Jeb, Jib. Yib, I think is is how you say it. Two exclamation points. He tweeted out, quote, Congratulations to President-elect Biden. I have prayed for our president most of my adult life. I will be praying for you and your success. Now is the time to heal deep wounds. Many are counting on you to lead the way. I think it's perfectly right to pray for the president the current president, Donald Trump, and for his opponent, Joe Biden. It's good to pray for those who persecute you. It's good to pray for the crooked election workers in Philadelphia even. Doesn't mean we need to roll over and acquiesce to their nefarious actions or pretend that Joe Biden is the president-elect when he's not. Something tells me Jeb Bush did not vote for Donald Trump, just a hunch. Something tells me he may have very likely voted for Joe Biden. So this is not, this is now being portrayed in the media as this wonderful graciousness from that Republican, that conservative Jeb Bush, how wonderful. We should all follow his example. I I don't think so. I think Jeb Bush is very likely happy that, that Joe Biden may have beaten Donald Trump. I guess we just don't know. We're going to find out later. And and fair enough. Jeb, Jeb Bush took it pretty hard from Donald Trump. (laughs) Probably without Jeb, there's no president Trump because Jeb was the foil for president Trump. So I get it. The guy has a personal beef with him. Okay doesn't mean the rest of us should roll over. Mitt Romney, same goes for him. Mitt Romney tweets out, Ann and I are, are uh, extend our congratulations to President-elect Joe Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. We know both of them as people of goodwill and admirable character. We pray that God may bless them in the days and years ahead. Yeah, I pray that God may bless them too. I, I as, we, as we all do, I pray for all these miserable sinners that we see here on earth, ourselves uh, included. However... We don't congratulate these people as the president and vice president-elect because they are not yet that thing. I love this idea. We know both of them as people of goodwill and admirable character. Joe Biden is the most notorious liar in the United States. And he has been since 1988 when he had to drop out of the election for lying. Joe Biden said that Donald Trump is a racist. He started his campaign on a lie, the lie that Trump called Nazis fine people at Charlottesville. Never happened. Put that one away with the tooth fairy and the Easter bunny. It simply isn't true. Joe Biden lied and, and, and slandered a man who was involved in that tragic car accident that involved Joe Biden's wife, but he lied about it. I mean, the, the man, it, 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 haunted him his whole life. There was no evidence that the man had done anything wrong. It was just a terrible accident. And yet after the man died, Joe Biden said he was a drunk driver, I mean, vicious, vicious pathological lies. I, I don't think Joe Biden's a particularly good guy. I think Joe Biden sues nuns and he's going to sue nuns again. He promised to do it because they won't pay for abortion drugs. I think Joe Biden, Joe Biden supports abortion on demand, taxpayer funded. I don't think he's a good guy at all. And frankly, I don't think Mitt Romney is a very good guy. We, We have this line on the right where we say, oh, Mitt Romney, poor Mitt. He was so maligned in 2012, in particular by Joe Biden, who said that Mitt Romney wants to put black people in chains neither here nor there. Oh, poor Mitt. He was such a good man. What a good man Mitt was. And he was so, his character was besmirched by the Democrats. How is he a good man? He's another, he's another notorious liar in politics. He flip-flopped on every single issue his whole life. He always went for expediency. When he was running for Senate against Teddy, Teddy Kennedy, he said, that he was not a Republican during the time of Reagan Bush, he completely disavowed Ronald Reagan and pretended to be an independent. He he, he described himself as very pro-choice, defended abortion. Though then he invented Obamacare, remember that one? He invented Obamacare. And then he attacked an actual conservative who ran for president, Donald Trump, even after groveling for his endorsement in 2012. I don't think Mitt Romney's a particularly good guy either. I think I've had enough of this idea that Donald Trump is this awful, terrible man with so many unique character flaws, not like those good people, you know, Mitt Romney. Give me a break. I'm not saying Donald Trump is as uh, pure as the newly driven snow. But frankly, I think he's much more honest and has a greater political humility than any of these clowns. And so, no, I don't think we need to follow their wonderful, gracious example. Uh, Something tells me Mitt Romney didn't want, didn't want Donald Trump to win in the first place. There's one nice thing I can say about Mitt Romney. He's got a good head of hair. And by the way, guys, if you want to keep a nice head of hair, you got to use keeps. So much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair, you know, as, as fellas. So we think about how it feels after getting a fresh cut. We think about the way it's styled before going out. We think about even if we're not total Adonises or, you know, Olympians, if you got a nice head of hair, sometimes you can do well in the lady department. That is why when we get into our 20s and 30s, start noticing those first signs of hair loss, feels like panic time, but it doesn't have to be. The important thing with keeps is you start using it right away. It will help you keep your hair today and tomorrow. You can get treated from home. You used to have to go to the doctor's office for a hair loss prescription. Now you don't need to do that. Prevention is the key. Keeps treatments typically take four to six months to see results, so it's important you gotta act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair that you will save. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. And more than 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Best of all, starts at just 10 bucks per month. If you are ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com slash Knowles, K-N-W-L-E-S, to receive your first month of treatment for free. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Knowles. The Romney problem really drives me nuts. I have to tell you, that was another one. I don't want to say I told you so. Don't want to say I was Nostradamus here. However... I had Mitt Romney's number from the very beginning. Back in 2012, I worked for two of Mitt Romney's primary opponents because I knew Mitt was going to be a complete disaster as the Republican nominee and probably not a very good president if he got elected. And that that was absolutely correct. Republicans like Mitt Romney, the right liberal Republicans like Mitt Romney, and all of these other clowns who are eagerly rolling over today to the left, Typify a phenomenon I've mentioned on this show a couple times before. I call it court jester conservatism. The court jester conservatives offer limp opposition to the dominant liberal regime. And the dominant liberal regime that we see that totally controls big tech, the mainstream media, the legacy media, the. Uh, Hollywood media that controls administrative government, that controls higher education, controls lower education. It is, it is the dominant regime. Even when Republicans sometimes win elections, doesn't matter. The liberal regime still reigns. The liberal regime loves the court conservatives, loves that they offer limp opposition because that limp opposition actually legitimizes the liberal regime. You know, even, even Saddam Hussein when he would when he would be reelected by overwhelming margins he'd always leave about 3% to the opposition so that he could say see there's opposition here i'm not just a dictator well that's how the liberal regime works with corchester conservatives they they allow this kind of little fake fight and then they win then sometimes when the corchester conservatives have been completely gelded completely castrated the liberal regime will offer them praise and plaudits. They will say, We have a, new, a strange new respect for Mitt Romney. We have a strange new respect for George W. Bush, right? People that they called monsters, Nazis, Hitler at the time, that they threatened them in any way. Then they offer the strange new respect. And the Corchester conservatives are really happy to get that. So oh, thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be respected by you. Joe Biden may ascend to the presidency. He may be named president. Or the courts may find and disqualify enough fraudulent votes that Joe Biden does not become president, that President Trump is reelected. We don't know. We don't know how it's going to play out. Tough court battle that President Trump faces. I hope he's got good evidence. Very difficult to prove voter fraud anyway. That's that's why it's fraud. That's why, because it's very tricky. And uh, because you're on a timetable, you know, very often you can get away with it. We don't know what's going to happen, but here's one thing I do know, and it is the key and you should look around you right now. The people who are clamoring at, at present for President Trump to concede, the people who are so eager to call Joe Biden president-elect and go along with the liberal narrative of national healing, which they're not interested in, by the way, we'll get to that in a second. Those people, those court conservatives never wanted Trump to win in the first place. Never. Look around because I think a lot of us were stunned on election night that, that ostensibly conservative outlets were some of the first people out the gate to throw the election for Joe Biden, or at least to try to. Maybe they weren't all that conservative in the first place. Maybe it's pretend, maybe it's a show. And uh, we should look around right now because this is the fight. There are lots of issues at stake right now. There are lots of issues, healthcare lots of issues like uh, life, lots of issues like a school choice. By the way, speaking of school choice, Homeschool Magnet supports homeschooling families by providing students with instruction from world-class credentialed teachers in a remote classroom with their peers. Huge fan of Homeschool magnet, parents choose the best teachers for each student based on values and teaching approach to ensure that every child is receiving exactly the education that they deserve. This puts you as the parent in full control of your child's education without the daily responsibilities of lesson planning, pre-learning, teaching, tutoring, and grading. It's a lot. I mean, that would be so much. And I know that people right now with the lockdowns have a lot of students at home, even if they weren't doing homeschooling before you gotta check out Homeschool Magnet. Each student will receive instruction in the four core subject areas of uh, gender studies, underwater basket weaving, lesbian dance theory. No, 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 I'm joking. That's not, that's not what you're gonna receive. You're gonna receive instruction in the four actual core subject areas of math, English language arts, science, and social studies. This approach is similar to most remote college learning formats will help prepare students for secondary school. With Homeschool Magnet, You get the freedom and control of homeschooling without the burden. To learn more about Homeschool Magnet's student experience, go to homeschoolmagnet.com, join the growing wait list. For interested teachers who want more freedom in their teaching career, Homeschool Magnet may be perfect for you. We are recruiting teachers right now for Homeschool Magnet, so head on over, homeschoolmagnet.com slash Michael to learn more and apply. People think, look, we, we put up a good fight, and that's it. And now we just have to move on. Look, they've got they called it. They called it. CNN said so. And look, they got the it's hard to prove fraud and you know, it's going to be long in court and let's just move on, right? This this it's over. No. No. This is the moment. This is it. You'll hear them say, they'll say, look, we were going to win. The economy was great. Everyone was doing great until just whoopsie daisy. There, there was COVID and those lockdowns. Who could have predicted the lockdowns? You know who could have predicted the lockdowns? The democratic politicians who put them in place to steal the election. That's it. Look, we were going to win until we had, because of the, then the lockdowns, we had to have universal mail-in ballots and maybe that didn't help us, but look, it was just a big accident. It wasn't an accident. It was on purpose. The reason that they instituted the universal mail-in ballots was to make it easier to get electoral benefits for themselves, whether they were legitimate or not. That was the point. Well, look, we put up a good fight, but now's the, no. Yeah, now is the moment. Now is the moment, guys. Do not let them get away with this without a fight. Joe Biden may still win, one way or another. He may still win. Don't give up. Do not give up the fight yet. There's no reason to. They are trying to demoralize you. Before the election, they tried to demoralize you with fake polls that were completely wrong. And those pollsters should have no credibility in the future. They used those polls to suppress Republican voting. And then guess what happened? Republican voting blew them way out of the water. Frankly, even if Biden wins, the polling was completely wrong. Now they're trying to discourage you by telling you for national unity, we all have to concede and give up the account. I don't think so. I don't think so, buddy. President Trump, thankfully, is not yet doing that either. He gave an excellent uh, press conference from the White House and the heads on MSNBC almost completely exploded. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. If you count the votes that came in late, we're looking at them very strongly, but a lot of votes came in late. I've already decisively won many critical states, including massive victories in Florida, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio. Okay, here we are again in the unusual position of not only interrupting the president of the United States, but correcting the president of the United States. The unusual position, Brian, of interrupting and correcting the president, that's what you've been doing for four years. Right now, if you go onto Twitter, Almost every single Trump tweet has some censorship on it, some warning, some line says, this isn't true. This is disputed. Mail-in voting is safe. Click here to learn how safe and great mail-in voting is. It's creepy stuff. It's Orwellian stuff. And they've been doing it from the beginning. The reason that they can't interrupt him totally successfully is because he's such a, a rock star. He's such a celebrity that all the cameras have to be on him. Trump did not tell a single lie right there. Not one single lie. He won states. He has As much, if not a greater claim to having won states that are in dispute uh, as Joe Biden has. That guy does not appear to be going down without a fight. Damn right he shouldn't. He'll say, please just quit with dignity. With dignity? There's nothing dignified about rolling over for you people like Brian Williams. No way. And by the way, even, even if the courts do throw the election to Joe Biden... Which there, there are other there's another world in which, by the way, I don't want to I don't want to uh, seem too enthusiastic about this because I think it's it's unlikely to happen. But hope springs eternal in the human breast. There is a world in which, if if the states cannot figure out the election by the deadline by December 14th, there is a world in which the vote goes to the House of Representatives, and the House of Representatives, you'll know, is run by the Democrats right now. But that's actually not how the voting for president in the house of representatives would go. It would go by state delegation and there Republicans actually do have a majority. So there, there is a word, this is a very, very unlikely scenario. So I hesitate even to bring it up, but even that is still a possibility that you could have the election decided by the house of representatives. Again, probably not going to happen, but it's one of these uh, examples where I say, why on earth would we throw the election after five or six days when there's real evidence of problems here, when Al Gore wouldn't concede it for 38. When, When the Democrats say you need to be dignified, it's unprecedented, you can't do this, you can't do that. They themselves did this 20 years ago. And, and actually, the Democratic nominee in 2016 still hasn't given up her claim to the presidency. She still says that election was illegitimate. And again, no evidence that it was whatsoever. Here, we at least have evidence. That evidence needs to be examined. And most importantly, most importantly, we need to lap up the remaining leftist tears. If Biden is going to ascend, I hope he doesn't. But if he, if he is to ascend, if the system is just so stacked against Trump that, that he can't overcome it, we at least need to lap up the remaining leftist tears and that comes to us by way of Stephen Colbert who is so heartbroken that Donald Trump won't just roll over. So we all knew he would do this. There, it, there they go. Here come the waterworks. Oh, wow. His head's down, hand on his hip. Can't, can't believe it. So awful. What I didn't know is that It would hurt so much. I didn't expect this to break my heart. For him to cast a dark shadow on our most sacred right from the briefing room (laughs) in the White House, our house, not his, that is devastating. This, this is heartbreaking for the same reason that I didn't want him to get COVID, certainly why I wanted him to survive, because he is the president of the United States. That office means something and that office should have some shred of decency. It's so heartbreaking that Trump would cast a shadow over our most sacred right and institution voting, you know, cast a shadow like we have done relentlessly for four years and blamed Russia and the Macedonians and this and that and this and that and not granted even for a second that Trump legitimately won in 2016. So heartbreaking that Trump would also raise legitimate questions about the election. Heart, so hard, Cry me a river, Stephen. Cry me a river of crocodile tears, because I am not going to believe for even one second that this is a genuine uh, sadness. The sadness is that you thought that you all could kick out the orange man without us raising even one question to the very distinct possibility of illegal activity. Well, actually, we have proof of the illegal activity, at least in Philly. You thought we would roll over, and we're not going to do it. Sorry, Buster. We're not going to do that one little bit. All this unity talk, you know, we're, we're getting it from the Crocodile Tears people over there on the left. Say what you will about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. At least she's being honest about her view, and her view is essentially that they've got to send us all to the gulags, which we will get to in a second. We'll get to the ways to avoid our trip to the gulag. First though, you know, Joe Biden is the projected winner of the 2020 election from the establishment media. Okay. And if, if Joe Biden does become president, it's pretty clear that that establishment media will have played a role in that event. If conservatives care about a truly free press, they must abandon that legacy media cartel. All of them, every single one, there's no exception and they must support alternatives. Now more than ever, this new White House, if we are to have it, will need a check, okay? Hopefully we don't have a new White House. Hopefully we keep the the old White House, and hopefully the courts will figure that out. But if the media really did throw this thing to Biden, then they're gonna need a check, and that's why you gotta head on over to Daily Wire, okay? We've got big plans coming up, regardless of how the, the politics turn out for the next four years, we've got big plans for the next four years. Candace Owens will be joining The Daily Wire, we will be launching a brand new show with us early next year in Nashville, as well as uh, writing content for us over at dailywire.com. We'll also be launching an entertainment channel, a new investigative journalism team, and building partnerships with like-minded content creators like PragerU, whose entire show library will be available to dailywire.com members by the end of the year, which is great. You know, I have a show at PragerU, so you're gonna, get, you're gonna get a lot of extra content. Let's show the socialists what it really means to redistribute wealth. Replace your subscription to legacy outlets and show your support for The Daily Wire today. Keep the leftist tears coming for, for now, today, tomorrow, for four years and into the future. Head on over to dailywire.com. We'll be right back with a lot more. The left is not interested in unity or healing. They're lying and pretending that they are so that we roll over and prematurely concede a presidential election. But in their moments of honesty, they're telling us what they really want to do and that is punish conservatives. AOC tweets out, quote, is anyone archiving these Trump sycophants for when they try to downplay or deny their complicity in the future? I foresee decent probability of many deleted tweets, writings, photos in the future. Their complicity... Is anyone archiving those who have supported Trump? Why? Why does she want to archive people's support for Trump? Is it so she can give us awards in the future? Is it so she can give us a pat on the back? I don't think so. Is she going to give us something in the back. Probably not a pat. They want to punish people who have supported Trump. You, you did not see this from the Trump administration. When the Trump administration entered, you did not see them trying to punish Obama-era people. The the one, the one group we do want to punish are the deep staters who, who spied on the Trump campaign and who tried to overturn the, the duly elected president from 2016 to the present, which I think has a lot to do with this particular election. But you didn't see us saying we are going to punish Obama supporters for giving us Obamacare. Never happened. But the left is vindictive. Trump was not supposed to win in 2016. It wasn't supposed to happen. It was a glitch in the system. The ruling dominant liberal regime. And they are out for blood for anyone who allowed that glitch to happen. They sure weren't gonna let it happen again in 2020. And they're fighting tooth and nail to prevent that. When we joke about, we we say, oh, they're gonna send us to the gulags. Sometimes I wonder, I say, are we just being, you know, overly emotional here? They, They don't really wanna send us to the gulags. They do, they do. AOC has told us they do. Not just AOC. Number of blue checks, we're talking about the Trump accountability project. If you go, if you Google the Trump accountability project, click on it, you will see the headline. Remember what they did. We must never forget those who furthered the Trump agenda. We should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically, but there we go. You know, the buts negate sentences here, but those who took a paycheck from the Trump administration should not profit from their efforts to tear our democracy apart, tear our democracy apart by working with the duly elected president. Because democracy is only democracy when the Democrats win. Even if the Democrats have to cheat and steal and undermine democracy to win. That's still democracy. It's an amazing thing. But when the people vote against them, that's not democracy. That's tearing our democracy apart. The Trump Accountability Project goes on. The world should never forget those who, when faced with a decision, chose to put their money, their time, and their reputations behind separating children from their families. The the Obama era policy encouraging racism and anti-Semitism, racism and antisemitism. Who? I see that on the left. I don't see a lot of that on the right. And negligently causing the unnecessary loss of life and economic devastation from our country's failed response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Trump handled COVID much better than the democratic governors. Worst handling in the country by a, by a political leader was Andrew Cuomo, Democrat, who needlessly killed thousands of people because of, directly because of his policies. Trump actually did a very good job. So that's all BS. And then here's the kicker. We should not allow the following groups of people to profit from their experience. Those who elected him, Trump, those who staffed his government, those who funded him. So those who elected him, those who worked for him and those who funded him. So everybody, everyone who supported Trump, they're going to punish and try to keep from having a normal life and try to keep from working and try to ostracize from society. I love how it opens Say. We should welcome in our fellow Americans with whom we differ politically, just not those who supported Trump. I, I get this all the time from my, I think, well-intentioned liberal friends and relatives. They'll say, Michael, look, Michael, you're, you're, you're a smart guy. You're a reasonable guy. Okay, I get it. You're a conservative. That's okay. You're allowed to be a conservative, Mike. I would never suggest, not me, I'm an open-minded liberal. I would never suggest that you cannot be a conservative or a Republican. No, you can you just can't win elections. That's what they say. Look, you can support, you can support any Republican you want as long as he's no longer politically active or as long as he's a complete loser. You just can't support Trump. You can't. Why not? What's wrong with Trump? Because Trump supports conservative policies. Uh-huh. Right. That's why I like him. Yeah. No, you can't, that's the, you can't support him. You could support, look, I, I didn't agree with George Bush but you can support George Bush Say, well, it's funny because at the time when conservatives did support George Bush, you said we were all Nazis and racists and it was unacceptable. And back then what you said was you can support any Republican you want as long as it's not George Bush. You can support Bob Dole. You can support George HW Bush. You can, support, but you're just, you can't support George Bush because he was the current president. Now it's Trump. It's the same thing. And in four or eight years, hopefully in like 16 or 20 years, you're going to, after Trump is out of office, maybe by then you'll, you'll hear people say, look, You can be a Republican, you just can't support, you can support guys like Donald Trump or George Bush, but you can't support whoever the current Republican is, right? What they're saying, and I don't even think they mean to do it, is, listen, you can be a court jester in the kingdom of liberalism. Listen, you can play your little role and do a little soft shoe for us and entertain us and legitimize our regime, but you can't actually threaten our regime. You can't actually do anything that contradicts what we want. That's outrageous. People have sent me these notes. They've said, Michael, get off the, get off the ship. You've got to, come on. This is awful. Get, get away from Trump now. You had your fun. Get away now. You're, you can't do it. And you know what I say? I don't really care about, about the, preserving the liberal dominant regime. I'm not interested in doing that. I know that there are many people who call themselves conservatives and who are Republicans who explicitly want to do that. That is their stated goal. They're happy that Biden may have won. We'll find out. But that's not me. I'm not that kind of a conservative. I'm not interested in being a court jester in the kingdom of liberalism. I'm interested in winning. And we still might win, and we should still hold out to win and try to win this thing in court. There are some benefits, though, to the left thinking that Joe Biden is the president-elect. First benefit, COVID is cured. They cured it. They cured it. We, ju- we just got breaking news right before the show. Pfizer has come out and said, there's a study, 90% effective vaccine just came out. Well, wow. they, didn't, they didn't even wait a week. <laughs> they couldn't even wait one full week after the election to announce that COVID is cured. They got the news that Joe Biden maybe won, they think he won, and so COVID is cured. Even then, even before we got the news this morning on the vaccine, didn't matter that we didn't have a vaccine because the legacy media were saying, you don't need to worry about COVID anymore. Here's a headline from The Hill. Indoor concerts may be made safe from coronavirus spread. New study finds. Oh, indoor concerts are okay now, huh? They're, they're all right. You do what about social distancing? Huh? Is that, uh, indoor concerts, you don't have social distancing. No, it's okay. Notice, by the way, they don't say that church services are okay now. They say, no, those, those are going to be prohibited for quite some time. But, you know, riots, looting, and now I guess indoor concerts, that's Okay. COVID is cured as a a lot of people predicted it would be. Now, I don't think, by the way, I don't take the simple view that they're just gonna completely say it's all fine the day after the election. I think they got a lot of power. I think they're not gonna wanna give up that power. They're, if Joe Biden does win, they're gonna want the economy to recover a bit so that they can take credit for that. So, but what I suspect they'll do is they'll do a really hard lockdown of some sort. You know, they'll make us all wear the masks or they'll make us all get the vaccine or they'll do, they'll take some action that will, that they can point to and say, we made you do that. And then regardless of what happens, they're going to, they're going to say that COVID is cured and they're going to take credit for doing it. Even while, by the way, Europe is locking down again. I don't know if anyone's paying it. No one's paying attention to Europe. It's, Europe's not even paying attention to Europe. They're paying attention to the U S election, but uh, countries in Europe are locking down again because of a second wave of coronavirus cases. So just looking around it now would not be the time if, if you were going to institute these lockdown measures in the first place, now would not be the time to let them go. But it is the time if they think Joe Biden has won. And Joe Biden, for his part, he wants to heal, not just in the cro- case of coronavirus, he wants, ha- wants to heal the nation. He says, quote, it's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, to lower the temperature, to see each other again, to listen to each other again, That's really nice, Joe. Joe Biden, a man who disgracefully called the president of the United States a racist, told him to shut up on a debate stage. A disgusting man, Joe Biden, A, a really despicable fellow. You know, a typical politician in many ways, I'm not even saying he's particularly despicable, but he's typically despicable. Joe Biden says, we gotta put away the harsh rhetoric. We gotta lower the temperature, see each other again, listen to each other again. You know, in other words, except that I won before the states have certified the election. You know what I think it's time to do? I think it's time to go to court. I think it's time to sue. I think it's time to recount. I think it's time to audit the vote. I think it's time to get answers as to why the law was violated at polling centers. I think it's time to figure out why you had 100,000 vote dumps only for Joe Biden. I think it's time to figure out why during the light of day, the votes came in overwhelmingly for Trump. And then in the middle of the night, Votes came in for Joe Biden. I think it's time to figure that out. I think it's time to keep keep up this fight. I do, I do not think it is time to roll down a roll over. You're going to see a lot of revisionist history coming up over the pa- over the next few weeks. Idina Menzel, who's a Broadway star, I guess she's been in some movies too. Idina Menzel uh, just tweeted this out. It, it totally exemplifies what we're talking about. It says, "What a relief! My son just hugged me and said, Mommy. No more cages, tears of joy and sadness. Can you imagine the tears that Idina Menzel is going to cry when she finds out that Joe Biden built the cages? The Obama-Biden administration built those cages. we're talking about the kids in cages on the, on the border and because of the illegal aliens, there were photos that went viral when the left tried to make this argument of little kids in cages. And then they stopped making those pictures go viral. Do you know why? Because it turned out those pictures were from 2014. Joe uh, Joe Biden was the vice president at the time. Barack Obama was the president. Donald Trump was nowhere to be found. So all of a sudden that went away. The the Obama era cage building that then President Trump, you know, continued to uh, enforce the border, but the policy of separating families, did it come from from the Trump administration? No. Did it even come from the Obama administration? No. Or the Bush administration? No. It came from the Clinton administration. Another democratic administration, nobody, nobody seems to remember that the left does not understand history very well, or maybe they do. And that's why they want to rewrite it, which is why we should point out if Joe Biden is elected, this would be history. It would be historic because not because of Biden, but because we would have the second vice president of color in American history, which I guess, I mean, it's not really that historic to be the first vice president of color. That would be historic. So it's not, it isn't particularly impressive, but hey, number two, that's something, second banana. That is true. Uh, uh, Kamala Harris would be the second vice president of color after Charles Curtis, who was the vice president from 1929 to 1933, who was the, the uh, VP under Herbert Hoover. He was uh, uh, almost half Indian and he was like actually Indian. He was uh, a member of the Caw Nation. And so that was, that was very historic. Kamala Harris, a little bit less historic. People are going to try to jumble up their history. They're going to try to jumble up their politics. They're going to try to jumble up the way the presidential elections are conducted in this country and how the winner is named. Don't let them fool you. It ain't over yet. We will see everybody in court. There will be a lot more to cover, assuming President Trump does not concede, which he should not do. He should not concede. And we'll just drag this out a little bit longer and we'll, and in the end, We'll find, we find, we may get a new president, we may keep the old president, but we should look with great skepticism on the l- lamestream legacy media outlets and the squishy Corchester conservatives who are trying to call this election long before it's due. It ain't over yet. I'm Michael Knowles, this is The Michael Knowles Show. If you enjoyed this episode and frankly, even if you didn't, don't forget to subscribe. Assistant Director, Pavel Wodowski. Editor and Associate Producer, Danny D'Amico. Audio Mixer, Robin Fenderson. Hair and Makeup, Nika Geneva. And Production Assistant, Ryan Love. The Michael Knowles Show is a Daily Wire production. Copyright Daily Wire, 2020. You know, The Matt Walsh Show, it's not just another show about about politics. I think there are enough of those already out there. We talk about culture because culture drives politics and it drives everything else. So my main focuses are life, family, faith, those are fundamental, and that's what this show is about. I hope you'll give it a listen.